Welcome to the Encore Audio Video Podcast. Innovative technology simplified with the Encore Systems designers, Jeff Grove and Clark Von Trotha. Here's your host, Luke Anderson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Encore Audio Video Podcast. I am sitting, ooh, is it a roller coaster? You guys did that the exact same time. We are sitting in the (laughs) theater room at the Encore Audio Video showrooms. It is a lovely setting. Uh, as always, um, but today we are talking with uh, the same guys we always talk with. It's Jeff Grove. It is Clark Von Trotha. Uh, I've I've rearranged the seating uh, the last couple of podcasts. You guys get to sit next to each other. And then when I said that, you guys raise your arm at the same time, like wow. we're going up the roller coaster. Uh, but I don't. We're ready for the ride. I don't know if this topic warrants roller coaster roller coaster <laughs> enthusiasm. Uh, but we were Come talking about distributed audio. So, Clark, uh, you told me what that meant, and I went, uh, what do you mean? And we are talking about making your audio work for you when you want to, where you want you to, how you want to. So it's taking your audio sources and making them work anywhere that is convenient yeah. for you. So when you say distributed audio, that's my understanding of it very briefly. What does it mean to you, Clark? Yeah, I mean, largely it's it's defined as... Uh, giving you audio options in every area of the home or you know, like commercial business um, that you want and having full control of that um, through a simple mechanism, oftentimes an app. Okay. Um, and it comes in a couple kind of hierarchy forms. The first is sort of each room kind of plays its own thing and, and, and that's fine. Um, but uh, there's different modalities in how you might go about it. Um, and when I say that, I mean, the most obvious that most people are probably familiar with is Sonos okay. just because it's something they can go pick up anywhere and just kind of throw it in a room and make it work. I'm not super but, familiar with Sonos. So what, yeah. explain, explain what their advantage is or why, so, why, so, why I've heard of it, but why I don't yeah, know. It Sonos is. started out of some computer guys who decided that they thought they should come up with a stable platform to stream music for mm-hmm. your house. So they, they, they design, you know, streamers and amplifiers that can stream and speakers that can stream. So the equipment itself is all set yeah. up to stream. So you Correct. Okay. Yeah. And so they were one of the first people to really bring that to the masses in a, in a, in a way that was very stable um, and not necessarily the best sounding, but, but definitely uh, stable. And so it was adopted heavily. Okay. Uh, by a lot of people. So a lot of people are familiar with that. Ease um, of use is kind of Yeah, the, ease okay. of use. That makes sense. And, and then as that category started to expand more and more, we got the demands on it expanded. So first and foremost was fidelity. People were like, hey, this is great, but it doesn't sound as good as my record or my CD or <laughs> yeah. whatever for a lot of people. So, the, so other services started popping up more that were higher resolution and then other services... Uh, and products started appearing for, in the distributed audio space um, to accommodate. Uh, predominantly, our control system, Control 4, as well as uh, another company called Blue Sound, which we're really into here. And they focus more on the high-resolution side of that world. So if you're wanting your music to sort of be background elevator music, maybe Sonos can work for you. Or there's particular streaming services that maybe are only on Sonos. That might be a good direction. But if it's, hey, I really want to bring this to... Um, another level or closer to what my physical media might sound like in my home record or a CD or something, then focusing on another platform might be better for you. Um, okay. So I think distributed audio connects with some of the other conversations that we've had. There is yeah. the source, which is how quality can we make this streaming music? Or I imagine you can use those uh, actual sources to, to, you know, 
distribute your audio, I suppose, yep. right? You can play from vinyl or CD or whatever you have. So you can have physical media or getting the best streaming options. Mm-hmm. But you said something in there, and Jeff, I'll ask you on this. Distributed audio, in my mind, I just immediately went to my music playing where I want to or my sound playing where I want to. But it's not just that. You said something, Clark, about playing everyone's music in different rooms and having different, have it all work together. So how do most people approach their, their audio experience? Usually the first question is from, from what do you want to play your music? You know, from what content are we playing it? So are you somebody that is exclusively going to be using streaming services or, uh, or are we going to be using CD player, record player, Maybe do we even want the ability to to take the sound out of the the great room that's right adjacent to the kitchen and have it go through the kitchen speakers as well? So if it's Super Bowl Sunday or whatever it is, uh, Pac-12 Championship, okay, great. there you go, yeah, you go. the Ducks made it, the, the Ducks really made it, and, and you yeah. want and you got your party going on, and you not only want that game sound to be in the great room, but you want it in the speakers in the kitchen as well. So, so that's kind of the first step is, is really to figure out what, what the use is, case is going to be. And it doesn't have to be exclusive, obviously. So no. it's, it, here, here's all the sources, not here's right. the source, right? Right, yeah. correct. And, and so from that point, we can start to distill, okay, well, here's the products that can do said thing because not every product can do all of those things. Um, and, and then the next steps are going to be, was your home wired in a way that we could actually put speakers in the ceiling throughout and all the gear resides in maybe a closet somewhere or was it not wired and we have to do, you know, some standalone wireless speakers in some room and maybe some, some architectural stuff or bookshelf speakers in a cabinet in another room and all of those things. So, you know, again, like everything else we talk about, it's kind of design matters and we need to, we need to figure out what, what makes sense for the the application, and it, it it very often is different case by case. Sure. So uh, that that's kind of the the overall nutshell that that we start with, and from there we can start getting into: is it Sonos? Is it Blue Sound? Is it Control Four? Maybe it's one of those Blue Sound Sonos inside of Control Four. Maybe it isn't, I, and then we get into: do you just want to do music, or do you want to do more? Yeah, and then that potentially opens the door to other questions as well. Okay, so what, once we figure out, okay, we've got your source, and then I mean, I imagine there's some people that care about what the the hardware is, or maybe they have existing hardware yeah. they want to incorporate in. But let's say we have the source, we have a general idea of what we want to do. What are the the questions beyond that? Because I think a lot of times in these conversations, you know, I come in. Or, or the customer comes in with a expectation of, I'd like to be able to do this, maybe not knowing what is beyond sure. that, right? So what are, what are some of the questions after we get to the basics? Yeah, after that, it's really about uh, curating our decisions design-wise with the client, with the space. So a good example might be, and this is a, a similar kind of approach maybe for both indoor and outdoor uh, option, but like say you're in a kitchen and doing the standard in-ceiling speakers or in-wall speakers doesn't really work well with that particular space, given you know the island. And you know when you're cooking over here, it might you might not get as good a sound as when you're right directly at the island, for example, on the speaker mm-hmm. placement. So we might look at what's called an array system, and that allows us to put multiple speakers in a space and really get much better sound. Uh, they're usually smaller, but more speakers. Mm-hmm. And that same approach um, 
though it's a different form factor, not necessarily architectural like in wall or in ceiling, but um, going outside and using um, speakers that might look like uh, outdoor lighting or whatever. Um, but again, in that array style, um, can get much better coverage than just the standard kind of outdoor speaker that might be on a home, for example. Well, your um, neighbors are going to like you a lot better. We've talked exactly. about this in the We've past. We've talked about you this. Put the, you put the one really... big speaker uh, sticking out from yep. the sliding door that fills the entire neighborhood with sound <laughs> versus putting points uh, facing yeah, back aiming in. at you. Yeah. 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 And so that's, you know, that, that's a good example of kind of shared technology, but kind of there are variances of that, but I mean, but they're, they're effectively an array system, both indoor and out. Um, so figuring out the space is a, is usually the next stage with the client. Sort of like, what? How are you going to use this uh, room? Jeff mentioned this earlier. Is it a multi-purpose space? Say it's a theater room and you have surround sound, but I also want to stream music in that room. Mm. It's not just about watching movies or and or, or or watching that sporting event or whatever. Um, I want to also be able to have that be another zone of audio in my home just like any other area in the house. Um, so figuring out the use case of, of all the rooms in the, and then, you know, designing accordingly that what's going to really going to maximize that space for speakers. Okay. So speaking of multi-use, there's multiple users oftentimes, right? Mm, yeah. So when, when I'm in the kitchen, maybe I do want the football game sound to carry over, but when my wife's in the kitchen and I'm watching the football game, she wants nothing to do with that sound. Sure. How do we zone things out so we can accommodate the entire family or in a, a business setting? having you know uh, different spaces for for different customers or different experiences when we go in there yeah. it, it's exactly what you just said it it's making sure that the system has de been designed in zones so that we can pull things apart and do different things at the same time in different spaces so it, it's really just part of that conversation to make sure that we're we're building a system that can do ultimately what the end user wants and for from a control standpoint, I mean, making it simple for everybody to use. Yeah. I know that was one of the the original tenants that you've always yeah. kind of put in front of us, Clark. Is oh, yeah. everybody should be able to use it? Otherwise, it's not it's not going to be used. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially you mentioned commercial. I mean, that can be a really powerful thing. You know, say like a restaurant, for example. Mm -hmm. Usually, the owner the owner of the restaurant isn't operating. You know, the system of the restaurant. Yeah. And so, whoever is, it's got to be straightforward and easy for them to use. Whether it's the bartender it's the general manager of the restaurant or whatever, but something that's very straightforward and, and simple and very reliable. And this falls into kind of the next question. Uh, and that's usually if you're streaming, which is majority of distributed audio clients that we have, they're wanting to stream music. Um, in addition, they may want physical media as well included, but certainly streaming is a component of that uh, for most um, is, is figuring out the network. Mm. Because it's not just about the speakers and the amplifiers and putting the right things for the right space and, and all the use cases that Jeff and I have been talking about. It's also about really making sure the back end of the system can can do that. And, and the back end of the system is almost all, the first thing we always look at is always the network. I mean, that's true of, of many technologies that we deploy, but certainly distributed audio, that's a big part of that. Yeah. So having a network, specifically a router, that's that's um, that will work well with whatever we're trying to do. Um, and depending on on the use case, that can change pretty dramatically. Um, yeah. Certainly, so that's and also making sure that the the internet package that um, the the user is purchasing from the internet service provider has enough bandwidth to do everything they might want to do. Uh, what what a lot of people don't realize is even if you party mode a system with a streaming service. 
every zone you add. When you say, when you say party mode, what is... Uh, so let's say we have a, a kitchen, a great room, a patio, uh, and a living room, and, and they're all zoned independently, but I want to group them together okay. to, to play the whole house with sure. the same music. We're having a party. Let's Having go. a party. Yep. Party mode. Yeah, it's just... Sorry. <laughs> so, no, it's good. So... Um, what most people don't realize is when you group everything together, that becomes a cumulative amount of data that is being pulled over the network ultimately from the internet service provider. So even though it's only one set of music, you're potentially playing four streams of music. Well, that's oh, a lot harder yeah. to do. So we need to make sure that the, the network is robust enough internally and the speeds that you are purchasing from your internet service provider are large enough to do said thing. Yeah. So these are all yeah. kind of, you know, part and parcel to the questions we have to ask of, hey, you know, if it's four zones, it's probably not that big of a deal. But there are homes that we've done that have 20 zones. Dang. How and do we get invited to those parts? And, and, and so, so exactly. Good. So, uh, <laughs> so if they're playing all those at the same time, um, you need to have a pretty robust package in terms of internet from whoever your service provider is, or you're going to have dropouts and loss of control and all kinds of really annoying things. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and you know, one of the other things that happens too is let's say everything's playing the same thing. What if everybody's playing something different? You know, kids are upstairs doing yeah. X, Y, Z, listening to their music. Mom's in the kitchen yeah. or I'm in the kitchen. Mom's watching football. I don't want to make any assumptions here. Uh, she, she, if the 49ers are on, I have nothing to do with it. She can watch that. <laughs> and I'll watch the Seahawks when they come on. If they're playing against each other, we're both watching. But, yeah, so we, if, if you want to do the, the same, same thing, I imagine it's the, yeah, the, it's the, the same, same thing. conversation. But, the, but how does that affect the control side of things? Is it just as easy where we're not stepping on toes? Or is that, in, is that in the setup? It's pretty easy. Um, the, the way that most all of these platforms work is um, you, you have, I'll call them rooms or tabs that allow you to go to a specific area of the house to control just that area. Yeah. But if you've grouped everything together, and depending on the platform, they, they might call it a group, they might call it a session, but whatever, um, all that stuff is put together, and then you, you can ultimately see all the areas and just control volume individually per area. Uh, but of course, if you pull one area out and you know the kids are doing something different in a different room, then they would be segmented. Yeah. So it, it's relatively simple. One of the things we always talk about uh, with you guys is uh, we don't know what we don't know, right? Nobody does. Um, from the setup standpoint, part of the reason people call Encore Audio Video is they want to have that seamless you know, end yeah. user experience. But in that setup process, building those zones in the actual control space is something where I can picture myself having a thought of how it works best, but you guys actually having the experience, making sure that you're integrating the physical media with the streaming media. I can see a vision in my head, but you guys having the experience with the new technology that we've talked about having you know, uh, connected speakers that are, that are hardwired into something and adding some of the new technology where there's Wi-Fi speakers and, and things like that. Is, I imagine that's another element where it's making your job easier, but it's probably making it a little bit more difficult for somebody that comes in and goes, I kind of have a general idea of how this 
all this stuff yeah. works, right? Like sometimes you know just enough to to be dangerous, yeah, uh, but don't know enough to actually be efficient. Yeah. Uh, is the new technology making it easier for you? Am I right about that? It's making it, can, it easier yeah, for you, Yeah, absolutely. It no, it more, can. More messy on the other end. No, no, definitely it can. I mean, that's the whole goal, right? To, to have less steps to do any one thing that you're trying to do in your home. I think part of, you're also sort of alluding to this, but I'll kind of touch sure. on it a bit. Um, and Jeff mentioned it earlier, you know, as you start combining more and more into a one app um, and one simple way to control your home. Uh, so say we do control four here, you know, and you're integrating with that and you've decided, Hey, I don't just want to do audio. I do want to play, you know, the ducks in the kitchen as well. And Hey, I want to integrate more of the house in, in the system and have it do more than just, just play streaming audio or, or, or one or two things. Integration becomes far more of a, a conversation at that point and how we design the system and, uh, and all the subsets that come around that design that we've touched on network, you know, the particular streaming platform, does it integrate well, you know, all, all those questions yeah. start to really become more prominent and that's gets into the, I don't really know what I don't know kind mm-hmm. of part of the conversation. And that, that's the important reason to come see an integrator and design firm like us is that we do know yeah. and we can help you can make a mistake potentially where you think, Oh, this is a pretty straightforward thing. I can just kind of just, you know, integrate it myself. And, and it's, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You really need somebody who can kind of, as we say often build the technological car or the build the technological home within the specs and the curation of, of, of what you're asking and then do it right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and building it so that it's, um, it's got a design. It's got a design base that allows it to grow with with the home and with the technology too. Correct. Yeah. It's um, one last thing on the audio that I always find interesting. We talk about this with video all the time. There's a lot of things that can interview interfere with your video, right? It's uh, it's uh, extra light that's coming in. We use the blinds, control those when the TV comes on, and things like that. There's a lot of things that you can do to improve your audio experience from an acoustic standpoint. Yeah. In, in the house. So those things can be integrated. What are some of the ideas? I mean, I think, I think blinds are maybe one of them because glass is a lot more reflective for sound. Than- yeah. Uh, for, for sure. Some, something that helps soften a space, uh, it often helps out. Um, in some cases there are things we can do on the electronic side as well that people don't necessarily think about. Um, a lot of the speakers when they're in wall or in ceiling, uh, the speakers themselves are built on essentially a gimbal, so they can be aimed a little bit towards the specific area that we want. And, and then on the back end, with some of the electronics, there are um, EQ or DSP settings that can be applied to said speaker based on the environment that it's in. So it's a hard space, it's a soft space, it's close to a ceiling, uh, maybe it's close to a wall if it's in a ceiling, uh, and on and on and on. Out- outdoor yeah. speakers have even more variation in terms of hardscape and nod and um, anyway, how many speakers there are and so on and so forth. So all, all of those things, uh, in addition to the things we can do with the physical environment, make a difference. Yeah. And, and so at the end of the day, it's it's what is that space and, and what do we need to think about to make to give you the, the best possible experience. Yeah. The end goal in this, simple controls, highest quality sound, getting the most 
out of the equipment that you have and really maximizing the 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 experience and the and the versatility of of your yeah. of your sound is there anything that i'm really missing with this no, distributed audio conversation come see us that's we're happy to help you kind of distill a lot of what you think you might know and yeah. then help you kind of fill in the blanks and then uh, make sure that what you're putting in is going to be is work for you for many years to come. The Encore Audio Video Showroom is here in the Pearl District at 14th and Everett, a great place to start your conversation. Another great place is the Encore Audio Video website. Uh, you can listen to more episodes of this podcast. You can find out at least some cursory information, but the best thing to do is have a conversation with Clark and with Jeff. And the, the, there's a few different ways that you can approach this. You're, you're building a new space, which I know is your guys' absolute favorite, where you can be part of the design conversation going, this home or this retail space or this office is going to be XYZ. Very good time to have the conversation. The other time to have the conversation is going, I wish my existing space worked a little bit better, worked a little more. I wish I didn't have yeah. to run across the room to turn this on and do that. These controls are too complicated. The sound quality isn't what I expect it to be. I just wish it were easier. So either of those things have occurred to you or anything else that you, leads you to wanting better sound and better controls, uh, the best place to start right here on Karate Video. Perfect. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thanks, Gentlemen, always a pleasure. We'll do it again very soon. And uh, cool. for you, anybody listening, odyssey.com has uh, all of the podcasts, encoreaudiovideo.com, the Odyssey app, anywhere your podcasts are found. Uh, you can listen to this, and we appreciate it. Everybody have a great day. Thanks, Thanks Luke. Luke. Thank you for listening to the Encore Audio Video Podcast. If you have questions about today's topic or to schedule your free consultation with Jeff and Clark, go to encoreaudiovideo.com.